Finally, a lavish musical that has the guts to say artistic endeavors are not worth it and you should concentrate on business. Jamie? Yeah. Barrett? Mm-hmm. Let's go watch Xanadu. And welcome to another um, episode of Good Times, Great Movies. Welcome here. Um, if it's your first time, welcome. And if not, then you know what to expect. Either way, you should know what to expect. Um, Wait, but if it's your first time, they don't know what to If they just stumbled upon this in iTunes well, and hit play, they don't know It's sort of self-explanatory. Good Times, Great Movies. Oh, yeah, you are right. Okay. Yeah, it's titular, if you will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. <laughs> As in, what you're experiencing is the name of the podcast. Precisely. Precisely. So here we are. And as always, it is myself, <clears throat> Jamie Lorello, and I'm here with the other podcaster, and that is Douglas McCambridge, DP, in the, right. in the roller rink, if you will, tonight. Oh, I got my, I have my skates on. Yeah, you do. I have my leg warmers on. I love a good leg warmer. So stylish. <laughs> so does Olivia Newton-John. And animated Olivia Newton-John <laughs> even has leg warmers Who knew on. we'd get the luxury of the animated? I, that was, that was. Upsetting? Um, <laughs> Confusing? Shocking? Unusual? Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but lured me in even deeper into the weird, strange world that is Xanadu. That is Xanadu. That yes. is, yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't. Again, are you going to introduce? I like, our to, I like to do this when we have guests. I like to pretend, even when they're sitting right next to me, I like to pretend that they're not on. I think it is important to acknowledge <laughs> that this is our first in-studio guest. This is true. This is true, mm-hmm. and I have the uh, luxury of living with our guest. Not just living, loving him on a daily basis. Yeah. Oh. You could talk out Hello. loud. Hello. Sorry. <laughs> I was a little nervous to speak. Sorry. Hello. Um, I'm, I'm her part-time lover. <laughs> I'll, I'll go ahead and introduce you then, unless you'd like to introduce yourself. Oh, I guess that's... My name is Barrett, and I live with Jamie, and I'm here to talk about Xanadu. Well, I didn't know if you were going to use some sort of pseudonym. I mean... Oh. Barrett, you do work in the biz, and so I didn't sure. know if you would be making any enemies. Let's My, say mm-hmm. Gene Kelly's ghost may haunt you if you say anything <laughs> bad about him. I don't know. Okay, my, my name's Javier. Javier, and I'm, <laughs> right. I'm here to talk about Xanadu. And he's wearing... Do we now describe what we're wearing? <laughs> like, this leg warmers. Part of the leg warmers and, and tap only, shoes. Only and, leg warmers and yes. tap shoes. That's the strange thing, but, you know... That's all right. That's Xanadu. So this this was my birthday choice because yeah. I had never seen this movie. That's right. And I was always told I should because it is super crazy. And Who told you that you should? Um, who were these people? Well, I can't – I don't know who exactly. Mm. But it's just one of those movies that you hear about. Yeah. And if people have seen it, like – 
I feel like it's almost like Breakin'. I saw Breakin' beforehand. Right. But it's one of those movies that every now and then just pops up and you hear about it and people say it's so silly and right. it's goofy and you should watch it. So I chose to watch it and Happy I don't know birthday. if I made a mistake. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> it's, let's say this. It's no RoboCop. It's a little oh, different. It's a stark contrast from your last year's <laughs> birthday pick. Let's just put that out there. Oh, and also, I do want to acknowledge that Barrett's on here because he was very excited that we were doing Xanadu. <laughs> so, uh, I'm, 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 abs- I'm absolutely terrified right now. Well, <laughs> anytime we have a guest on, we choose guests mm-hmm. based on, I guess, their relationship to, sort of <laughs> to their... the movie that yeah. we're talking about. But I, I was just wondering, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with liking the movie. <laughs> But what is it about Xanadu that got you so jazzed up, for lack of a better word? No, that was a perfect word for Xanadu. I'm, I'm using my spirit fingers right now in excitement. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm terrified, Doug. I am a 42-year-old man who is about to reveal to his wife that I have a giant vagina. <laughs> okay. It's, it's, um, it's a guilt. I've never talked about this movie with anybody. Mm-hmm. Not, not since the moment I fell in love with it when I was, I was like, what, seven, six? I don't know, eight? I don't know. It's a magical film. And I think it speaks to like all humanity. I think it it covers from man to God and everything. I think it's probably one of the most important pieces of cinema in the history of cinema. Yeah. And you're not overhyping this at all. (laughs) (laughs) No, No, he was, I have to say that, like he said, I, I knew that he enjoyed the movie, um, but we had never really discussed why. And I never watched the movie with him till we had to watch it for this podcast. And when I would look over and see the pure joy on his face <laughs> while he was re-watching it, I was like, oh, oh, no, his love is quite alive and quite serious. It's quite, yeah, It's a magical movie. It's like unicorns come in the room when you turn it on. It's yeah. absolutely genius. So you, okay, so let's just, just to be clear mm-hmm. before we start, mm-hmm. and again, I don't mean to just keep harping on this. You like this movie in an unironic <laughs> sense, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I would watch it again and again. It's better than okay. Cats. All right. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I I don't I don't know. Is there more to say, or can we just start talking? I about think this? we should because just start. Yeah. I have so many questions, and hopefully Barrett can answer. I feel them. like he might oh. have like the pl- a plethora of answers for you. Wait, wait, can I ask you guys, so it was the first time you guys had both watched it completely? Yeah. I mean, and totally. for me, yeah. Mm-hmm, you me. never, like, YouTubed it or anything like that? No, I feel like, I, I don't know if I just knew it was about a muse on roller skates or if <laughs> I had seen her come out of the mural. Like, that seemed very familiar to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but the movie as a whole, like, I know I have never seen it before. So I don't know where I saw that or if I just imagined it in my mind and it happened to look exactly like that. <laughs> it's Xanadu is alive in all of our hearts, yeah, if you allow it's it. everywhere. Xanadu yeah. is everywhere. It's a pleasure dome. It's a pleasure dome. Much like a truck stop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I remember listening to that poem in high school. Um, our teacher, she didn't even read it to us. She played a recording of somebody reading Was it, it. Olivia Newton-John reading the poem? No, oh. it was a man, and the poem sounded 
terrifying. <laughs> I remember being so scared and just thinking, this is the most terrifying thing I've ever heard. Does Anna do so, that? That's all. No, that's that's fair. I mean, it's a scary poem a little bit. Yeah. Okay, can I name drop here? I'm going to name drop. I'm going to get this out of the way, this whole Patricia Kelly thing, and then we could just move on. Okay. Uh um, So um, I put my job in jeopardy last week because because I work for this thing called the Dance Network. Um, And so we got in touch with Patricia Kelly, who is uh, Gene Kelly's uh, last wife, I guess it would be, or wife. Ex-wife, widow, widow, Gene Kelly's widow. Mm-hmm. Can you cut out everything before that? That was terrible. <laughs> um, no, the, so it was his widow. And so she's got all these like Gene Kelly memorabilia. She's got like 85 file cabinets of Gene Kelly memorabilia that's never been seen before. Like home footage, home movies, whatever. Like the Didn't you say notes, she used to lot write down little yes. anecdotes? Yeah. To go eat and drink on Saturday nights and he'd talk to her because he's older than her. I think there's like 30 or 40 years difference. And and then, yeah, go Gene. And um, <laughs> and then he would she would write on like uh, sugar packs and stuff. Um, but in the middle of this, so she's talking about striking a deal with Dance Network about um, doing something with Gene Kelly and stuff. Uh, his, not him, he's dead, but his, <laughs> um, his like, his memorabilia. And, um, and so she, um, it, and in the middle, I stopped her and I started asking about Xanadu because I was riveted by it. And um, it got to the point where she asked me to stop talking about Xanadu. <laughs> Um, because she's, she's basically said that it was kind of embarrassing, but he was the thing that made me think of it was he was obsessed with the poem. He loved the poem. It was the reason he did this entire movie was the poem and Olivia was hot. And that was, that was kind of the main. She's beautiful. She's angelic. All right. So let's, let's just get into this. First of all, it's directed by somebody called Robert Greenwald, who didn't direct any more feature films. Oh, um, but he's a, he's a good, uh, documentary director he does a lot of leftist documentary like he did a fox documentary on fox news oh i thought about a fox walmart so oh so he he did some good stuff nothing nothing else like this afterwards that's it and and there are only there's basically only three people in this movie this movie is deserted when they're in Santa Monica, when they're on the streets, when they're outside, there is no one else around. Well, there's backup dancers. There's a lot of dancers that come into play for some oh. of our dance number scenes. Um, and then right. the actors that are the that, like the other artists are terrible actors. Like they're are they even real oh, actors? The, the people they... at his job. Yes, yes. They're amazing. <laughs> I wanted a movie just about those people. No, it's, it's, okay. It's the one downside I will mention to the film is that that group of people—they're terrible. Well, I would say everyone but Gene Kelly and Olivia Newton-John are pretty terrible. Yeah, who is the? What is the other guy in? What is the Michael guy Sunny Beck. in? Yeah, he hasn't. He didn't really go. He went, He did a lot of TV. He still he did does a TV. Lot of, yeah, yeah, he still works. Really? I looked at his. I looked at his IMDb. He was full. Did you see a so, most recent picture of him? He's no. terrifying looking. Absolutely terrifying. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Okay. Does he, I hope he doesn't listen to this podcast. He might. He's a beautiful man. <laughs> I mean, he was not a gorgeous dude in this. I, I, I think it's... I'm assuming it was tough to find someone who could, quote-unquote, act and roller skate. I feel like that might, well, have been, uh, might have limited their search. But they weren't, like... <clears throat> so roller skate dancing and, like, it's like ice skating, right? And um, you could, it's called artistic 
skating. Oh. Yes. Okay. It's 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 where they <laughs> dance. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, a lot of famous ice skaters went uh, started with artistic roller skating. Oh. 80s. Everybody could at roller skate in the 80s. I do know oh. that roller skating was big in the 80s. Mm-hmm. I had many a roller skate. Well, I had a couple of roller skating birthday parties. Parties? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. a fan. I was a fan. And then there was like, you know. Then you went to yeah. the roller rink to hang out. You know, I did I that. Feel like, yeah, I feel like if you're like 17 years old and you're watching this movie, it must seem super crazy that anyone would be on roller skates. <laughs> that was a thing. Yeah, no, it was. That was. Mm-hmm. Like, there were rollers. My daughter went to a roller skating party a few years ago. And first of all, I thought that was crazy because I didn't even know there were rinks around anymore. Sure. And we had to drive like an hour to uh. find a roller rink. But see, that's that's kind of the magic, though, because, like, all people come to a roller skating rink. All people. Black, white, Asians. Everybody <laughs> comes to roller skating rinks. Everybody. It doesn't matter what you are. Who you are. Big, fat, whatever. It doesn't matter. And then you're on those skates and you're gliding. You're just gliding. Yeah. I mean, not every... You have to know how to skate. <laughs> not not, not everyone is getting on the skates. Some people okay, are very fine, intimidated yeah. and they hug the wall and it's a terrifying experience. I don't enjoy it, so I don't know. I don't, I don't think they're... anybody really did because they're not around anymore, are they? Does well, anybody no, that's what skate? he was just saying, that his daughter went to one. That must have been a mistake. I don't... Really? There's... <laughs> it, was, it was just somebody's basement. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Maybe. <laughs> that was a mistake. We meant to close 20 years ago. We just never got around to it. All right. So let's talk about this movie because, like I said, I have a lot to discuss. All right. All right. All right. So, so it starts. Our protagonist in this movie is Sonny Malone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's such a gangster name. He's (laughs) such an Italian mafioso. I know, and he's not at all like a tough guy at all. He wears vests. He loves vests. He's always in a vest, and it's great. (laughs) So the movie starts, first of all, it takes forever for anybody to say anything. So it starts, all we see, I guess it's him. I don't think it ever shows his face during the opening scene when he's painting and no. it's a mystery. Up yeah, his it's artwork a mystery. and thrown out the window right. and all mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But he's doing everything. He's working in charcoal, <laughs> pencil, mm-hmm. paint. Like, yeah. Totally talented. Yeah. He is all over the place, but he thinks it all sucks. So you see him ripping stuff up and And so he's he, throwing the papers out the window, right? Throwing he them out. Throws a piece of uh-huh. paper <laughs> out the window and it flies for miles. I don't know. Magically. All over town. All. It's magic. It's a part of the creative psyche. He lets it free, and it comes mm-hmm. back to him. Okay. Kind of. Sure. Okay. In in that it falls in front of a mural, a mural that he, in fact, did not paint. No. They had a journey to get to that mural. Like, they were trying to build right. a, a certain element to the movie that it's like... There's so much weird artistic stuff that I think they want to tie in, but it doesn't. Like, the paper lands in front of this mural that someone else painted mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of these muses. Are they all muses? Yeah. We later find out they're all the muse sisters. Okay. So they're all set But of then them. later on, we meet a photographer who took a picture, though, of the muse, which... Our hero didn't take the picture. He didn't paint this mural. No, but he does paint. So what he does for a living is paint album covers 
large. Yes. For display. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. First of all, too far, too far. Too we far. Have, there's okay. an epic moment that you no, haven't even touched on. I, I need to talk about that job because I don't think that's a real job. But <laughs> that's what I said. I was like, what? That's not a real job. Like, in the 80s, they didn't have big blow up copiers. Wait, they hold on a second. In the 80s, they couldn't print anything larger than 12 by 12. Like, they couldn't print posters. Or, like, he had to physically paint. Every sign that went out in front of a record store. Absolutely, Doug. It's true. It's absolutely true. But what happened across the country and other places where this record was released? Did they have their own painters in the back of the record stores that would so. do the same thing? And he has to hang them, too. Yeah, we see him does. hanging them. He, hangs he has on the to paint yeah. them. To... Uh-huh. <laughs> all right. So, anyway, all the muses come to life. And it reminded me of Tron, like a lot. Oh, because of, of all movie. the lines. Yeah, yes. there was a lot of like outlining. They're all, yeah, they're yeah. all sort of outlined in this neon glowing. Yeah, and they dance around. They're so excited. Literally, the song is called "I'm Alive." Um, <laughs> yeah, and they're so alive. <laughs> Olivia Newton-John's the last one to kind of wake up, right? They all start dancing, and she does. And when she does wake up, she's like. She, like, peers through her, like, flash hands, and she's like, I'm alive, I'm alive. Which I also didn't understand, because she looks like, I can't believe I'm alive, but apparently she does this all the time throughout history. (laughs) Well, it could be that she's just in a new time, and she's like, oh, my God, there's cars. There's cars. Because they do make reference to... Uh, I don't know, like Da Vinci and, and stuff like that. So maybe she hasn't been around for a few hundred years. I like the name. No, because that guy took a picture of her out. That's yeah. yeah, yeah. She's on an album. She was cover. around last week. <laughs> well, they must have a little adventure before, right? Because they, they, they wake up and they sort of, they illuminate the Hollywood sign. And now we know these muses so are loose mm-hmm. in, in Hollywood, basically. So I guess each muse then sets off to inspire somebody different, right? Is that kind of yeah, what they, we're Well, and that each muse has, like, I was personally, as a child, waiting for mm-hmm. all the side stories to come out, you Whoa. know, in their own movies. Because, Just, like, six more yeah, films. Yeah, six more films. <laughs> and they, really, honestly, if I had a chance, if, like, some big money guy came to me, he's like, here's a million dollars. Well, it'd be more than that. Here's, like, a hundred million dollars. <laughs> Make whatever you want. I would seriously consider making another Muse story, uh, like Xanadu Part 2.0 or something. I I kind of would like to see that. Right? I, I would love to see what these other Muses do, because they all shoot off yeah. beams of light. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> They're all from Zeus, and, like, it's Kira, and she's the, the, the uh, Muse of Dance. That's actually the oh. Greek name, is... Oh. Yes, so um, and so that's why she, she zips off to influence people through her dancing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Jamie. Did you know that the Greek pantheon would become a part of this movie? <laughs> no, no, I didn't go that deep, but that's awesome. I was very confused once Zeus started talking about <laughs> human emotion class. Oh, yeah. Whatever they got. Yes, mortal. What was it? The mortal okay. class. Zeus wasn't the greatest in this movie. I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you. That. <laughs> Not what I was expecting. All right. Okay. <laughs> so. Um, Olivia Newton-John shoots into space, I guess. Like, her light, her yellow light goes straight up. Right. And then we see our hero, uh, Sonny Malone, Mm -hmm. walking down, 
Where is he? He's walking right? he's near the beach. He's, he's walking on in Santa Monica, right on okay. the, the cliff there. But I do want to say this. Right at yeah. that moment where she shoots up, the question is, and just think about this throughout the entire conversation of this movie. Okay. Um, is she, I mean, is he walking in Santa Monica or did, and did she come into his world or did he go into their world? Like there's the, the, the commentary out there that this whole thing is in his artistic mind from his frustration because he couldn't get his art just right. Oh. So the muse brought him into her world. That's why there's not a lot of people. There's not a lot of influencers. They can just suddenly get into the roller skating rink. And really, did Gene yeah, Kelly exist for real? Like, is this real? Some magical billionaire? Well, that would explain a lot of the questions I have. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to go with that theory because it helps me figure this movie out. If you out. really start putting your mind to it, all the things, they add up. They add up to be like, this is... well. And do maybe you, then, in Zeus. that same vein, do you think that this entire movie takes place in his mind before the bullet reaches his brain? Because, <laughs> because he can't make it as a freelance artist, and that's it. I think the the actor almost probably tried it. Well, you know, this was the first. No, this came in second. But the reason why the golden raspberries exist, mm -hmm. the you know what those are. They're yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the worst, oh, for the worst movie of all time. We've done many a movie that they've <laughs> yeah. Well, this started it all. It was this movie and another movie that the creator of the Golden Raspberries was watching. And he Are got you serious? Yes, he got so nauseous about this movie oh. that he was like, I have to do something to change this, this environment. I have to create something that exposes these bad movies oh. for what they are. And so this came in second to, there was some other movie... I don't remember what it was, but there was some other movie that was equally as bad, and um, and that one that one first. But everybody swore that Xanadu should have won first, but it's because Olivia Newton-John was in it, so and they didn't Kelly, give it. A little class act, yeah. Yes, yeah, so you can't give like, but it came in second. It was like wow. the talk of the Golden Raspberries because it was in the first year of the Golden Raspberries. I mean, I'm I'm willing to bet that Olivia Newton-John and Gene Kelly were not nominated. No. Individual. No, no, no. You couldn't. The movie do that. was. Like, you couldn't give them raspberries for this. They're the only ones trying. Yeah. <laughs> and Gene, for all the silliness of this movie, I found Gene Kelly to be still, like, very Gene Kelly. Still charming He's and super fun charming, and great. Yeah. yeah. He was mm -hmm. just enjoyable to watch. And when he was on screen, you, you were kind of, you know, I don't know. I felt very comforted. Yeah. One would yeah, well, say. Gene has that Like effect. a nice cup of hot cocoa. Right, yeah. I mean, it Maybe. doesn't happen often, but I thought the best parts of the movie was when he and Olivia Newton-John were together. Right. Sadly, that doesn't happen no. a lot in this movie. No. But those were easily the best parts. Right. <clears throat> All right. So anyway, so this beam of light then runs into – she appears on roller skates and leg warmers, which is her <laughs> outfit throughout the movie. Yep. And she runs into him – Mm -hmm. He turns around and she kisses mm -hmm. him mm -hmm. and then shoots away in a beam of light and he doesn't acknowledge that. He's not, not surprised at all. No. And he goes to work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that yeah. she beamed off. Yeah, he's just, he found this girl and... Uh, but, but think about that kiss changed his life because not when he was going to work. It was after the kiss that he decided 
to go back to this crappy job and like you That's know true. get back in because th- when he way. showed up they were all surprised that he was there they thought he was gone forever trying to make it right so this kiss set a whole new chain of events off in his his mediocre life. Are they surprised that he was back? Because I read it as they're like, oh, look who came crawling back. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, may yeah. be back, Mr. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, Mighty. Well, he couldn't afford it. I love how he's just like, I couldn't, I have no food in it. I couldn't afford to be freelance. That totally was the problem. Fair. This is, um, I said he wears a lot of vests. This is great because he goes into his job and he's wearing the tiniest, lightest vest and <laughs> takes it off and hangs it on a coat rack. <laughs> As though we get in his way when he's painting. And you're right. His job is to paint album covers Mm -hmm. larger to then hang outside the record store to promote the album. Yep. Yep. That cannot be a real job. I Like, they had billboards at this time right right they had I, I, like I think movie right. theaters think... had posters this whole job seems crazy and i love that he's angry because his boss says that he's the fastest painter yeah you're not the, the best, best. But you're the fastest. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I think he was pretty good, though, right? I mean, for his paint, okay. No, he was he fine. Was. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, right. I mean, he yeah. did a good job with her. Not that the actor really painted this, but in right. in the in the movie, right? Sonny was a Sonny good was painter. a good painter. Yeah. Well, I think that was his. That was sort of his problem. Was you that don't he... think that was Michael Beck? <laughs> They're like, all right, we need an actor. He needs to be able to act, roller skate, and paint. This is really tough. But that's how they landed him. (laughs) They're like, John Travolta, he can do two of those things. (laughs) He can't paint. And he was. They approached John Travolta for this role. Really? Yeah, but it was right after Grease, and I assume that's probably why he said no. Yeah. They didn't make it for a lot of money. It was only like 20 million bucks they made this movie for. Wasn't, wouldn't that be like, I don't know, like, wouldn't that be near $100 million today? Really? I don't know. I, that, I don't know. It might it's, be. It's I, like I'm terrible lot. with like, that kind of thing, but maybe 40, 50 like that's million? 36 years ago. Right? <laughs> yeah. I was really excited about that. that I, did. <laughs> <laughs> I was super impressed, to be like honest. Like 1980. Yeah. Okay, you're right. That might be around like, I don't know, 70 million. Maybe you're right. But I would imagine Gene and Olivia, Olivia was like the breakout success at the time. So like, I bet, I bet she took a big chunk. Yeah. How much of that twenty million was just on Coke, though? <laughs> to skate around like that <laughs> in the writers' room, movies, probably a lot. Making yeah. movies in the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, so he has a fight with his boss. Oh. His oh, go ahead. I, no, no, please. I jump made a in. side note because yeah, okay, no, he has a fight with his boss. You're right, but then he's also on the search for. Right. This girl. And he, the boss hands him an album cover to do, and she happens to be on it, right? And so he's yes. like, this is it. This is the, so now he's on a mad search to find her. And it's just like walking up to people like, have you seen her? Have you seen her? What about, <laughs> but I don't know. it's all if you people caught... that work in this company, yeah. which also, does everything that has to do with the music industry take place in one building? Because it's like he just goes upstairs and there's the photographer. And then later they're like on a music video set? Which yeah. Is yeah. Also a recording studio, which I'm very confused. Yeah, that was weird, the one that they go to. Yeah, that he does like a whole little show and dance with her. Yeah. 
Yeah, yes. I think so. You would yeah. think that he's at like a Universal. I mean, they right. made the movie, so like at Universal or something like that. Yeah, but I like how he instantly knew her from the album cover. Like I like how he like if you think about the quick kiss and then gone, but yeah. he looked at that and he was like, oh my god, yeah, that's her. Right. I like the guy that he runs into, and the guy's like, hey, you you're a single guy, right? Here's a, and he opens up his wallet and he's like, look at my daughters. Do you like any of my yeah. daughters? Did you catch that? Is <laughs> yes. But are we supposed to think that he's like a cad or like a ladies' man? Because when he borrows yeah. that girl's scooter, he's like. Hey, can I borrow this? And she's like, sure, just bring it back. Which he doesn't. He crashes it yeah, and then falls into the ocean. Yeah, their scooter. Yeah. But isn't it like he's like, he's not a ladies' man at all. His luck is down and he's he can't even get a date or nothing. And then he gets this kiss and then suddenly like, oh, look at my daughters. And maybe I, I don't know because we don't know anything about him. The only thing we know <laughs> is that he left to become a freelance artist right. and he comes back and says, but I didn't know what to do. <laughs> he didn't have a plan. That's terrible. <laughs> That's a bad idea. Bad start, Malone. Bad start. All right. So he goes on a search for Olivia Newton-John and just wanders on the beach, which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> just looking and, for her. And that's where he hears clarinet. <laughs> <laughs> and he insults him. He's like, oh, who died? Which, yeah, yeah. Like, it's a big beach, dude. Just keep walking. Like, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> like he's not bothering anyone and then i also like it because then gene kelly says something like oh well how about this and his response is well it's faster like <laughs> what an asshole <laughs> i just like the randomness of when we see gene kelly he's on the beach playing a clarinet <laughs> <laughs> just sitting on giant rocks. i do think it's pretty obvious that he doesn't play the clarinet. i asked I asked that Patricia, you know, I said, does he play the clarinet? Because <laughs> I'm fascinated. And she was like, no, not at, not at all. And I think it's pretty obvious. This was time that watching when she the movie, said, stop yeah. asking me about this. Yeah, she was really <laughs> upset about the whole thing. Um, but, like, like it's pretty obvious. Because, like, at one point he pulls it down and it's still going a little bit. <laughs> it's pretty terrible. And then he tells Gene Kelly... All the stuff that we just saw. Yeah. Like, I saw this girl and she's on an album cover. And I'm like, we know all this. Why are you just reiterating? Because they make quick but friends. They, and he's very know. trusting with Gene Kelly. and, and Or what's Gene Kelly's name? Uh, Danny. Danny. Danny Callahan? Mm-hmm. No. It's, uh, no, Danny um, McGuire. 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 Danny McGuire. McGuire, that's and just in, just so you know, he played Danny McGuire once before too. Not oh, this Danny oh. McGuire, but the Danny McGuire that he played was like a big band leader or whatever. Yeah. So interesting. Well, are you sure it isn't this Danny? Yeah. Well, I'm, I I am saying this movie has been around a lot. There's the original movie, which this is technically a sequel. What? Yeah. Wait, to what? Cover Girl. He, okay, so Rita Hayworth was in with Gene Kelly and Cover Girl, and then they made the movie Down to Earth, which is the first movie to this movie. Technically, Are people don't actually acknowledge it, but it's about a muse that comes down, saves a big band leader oh. from his creative depression or whatever, <laughs> and, and then they live happily ever after. I don't know. Oh. But um, so a lot of people look at this as a sequel, but really when you put them it together, then there was also the stage play. So the stage play was almost like the prequel to the sequel of the original movie. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you just blew our minds collectively. <laughs> Sorry, it's super, super complicated. That's more trivia than Doug and I have ever had in like any. I know. Because we're both like. No, but wow. I like that idea because we we see that, and, and this is again, this is what I was confused about uh-huh. when he's having his weird fantasy where he's sitting in a chair and just smiling like so are we to assume that olivia newton john visited him when yeah. he was That's a big I band thought. guy it wasn't just some lady that looked like her right like it was her Ooh. in the 40s visiting him and now coming back in the present day to to have help xanadu happen spent a lot of time thinking about this doug i thought okay. I, because i was like if he would have he would have recognized her now there's chemistry right. you feel between them but <laughs> it's not like the chemistry chemistry like oh you were a previous muse muse slash lover um it's the chemistry that you know we understand each other on a different level but i think if, if i was to fill in the blanks which there's a lot of blanks to fill here <laughs> um i think it was one of the other muses i think that would be another side story of one of the other one of her sisters if you will who looked just like because her. i can't believe that he yeah, would look at olivia newton john and not and go not know. yes yeah. and but not i think cuz she presents differently like she presents as i guess an i guess an 80s dancer but then she did because even when he first takes um uh, Sonny back to his apartment and Sonny sees her in the album and he's like, right. oh, was it that girl? And he even, because nothing, everything is kind of said out loud in this movie, Gene Kelly's like, how did he recognize her? Like, how did he know it was her after yeah. he leaves? And also, Barrett, I think it might be her, but maybe she has some sort of power to wipe their memory in a certain <laughs> way. Because, no, no, no. Like Men in Black I, with a little... Pew, Right. Yes. Yes. Because at the end, when the waitress or whatever, oh right, says to him like, "Hey, do you want a drink or something?" He doesn't seem to know that she looks just like the muse. (laughs) So maybe there is something that happened. Maybe. I I mean, I can go there. I can definitely go there. There's a lot of beams of light. There is a lot of beams. Who knows what powers those beams have? Um, Like, for instance, she comes by again, right? in this part, so this is Gene Kelly and, and, or I guess we should say, Sonny and Danny make friends after they meet playing the clarinet, and Sonny mm-hmm. tells everything to him. And she well, whizzes. He does, he does drive on that scooter because he sees her. So oh, yeah. He chases her on a scooter yep. and then crashes the scooter off a pier. And suddenly Gene Kelly's there. Yeah. <laughs> What? He was on the beach. He drove, uh-huh. I don't know how far, it was a long chase, <laughs> off a dock, and then suddenly Gene, so is Gene Kelly magical? Like, okay, maybe I, this gets into what you're saying. I, I think I have a lot of problems, movie? because I'm constantly going to try to legitimize this movie to you all, because it's like, first off, Gene is perched on a aquatic rock, playing music and attracting him. Very Greek mythology, right? And then, if you notice, everybody in this movie, when he steals the scooter, they're cheering him on. Who do you know that is going to run and grab a scooter and steal it, and everybody around him is like, yes, take my scooter, stranger. Just go. That did seem really weird. And then when he just hitches a ride with that hot dog guy and painted his van. The guy with the van. Well, he painted his van for him. He's like, hey, thanks for the paint job. And so that's a weird. Yeah. yeah. So they make friends, but then he just leaves to then go to where the photo was taken. 
Oh, right? yes. Out in front of this abandoned... Was it an abandoned club? Like, what did that place use? It was to a be? wrestling. Like in the movie, it was a former wrestling spot. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. right, right. He, he goes in and he sees her skating around again. <laughs> she, just, she just skates to and fro. She's always like appearing behind him yeah. when she. So we know that she's magical because we saw her fly away in beams of light. <laughs> Technically, so did he. But I mean, but you know, yes. Yeah. But now she's beaming around him. Like, she's skating and dancing around because the place is abandoned, so there's all these boxes. But yeah. she um, she does keep disappearing. Like, her light kind of floats her away, and, and he's like, where'd you go? Where are you? Come on. Um, and th- she sings a song, another song, right? This is the We Are Magic song. Oh, I don't know. Well, because there's a there, lot. She skates for a while. There are songs littered throughout. Yes. Yeah. She's skating for a while. It's not just like, oh, I'm skating yeah. and he's watching me. She's like dance skating for but him. But it is or great when he asks skating, her. He asks her what her name is and she's like, Kira. Yeah. It's, it's as she's <laughs> floating away. <laughs> so it just echoes. And she's posed. Yeah. She's posed. Yeah. She, she doesn't change her pose. It's pretty It epic. is great because for the, like for a while, I was like, I'm not sure if she knows how to really roller skate because throughout this entire scene, you're right. She's it's like a statue just kind of goes by on skates. We never see her. She never up turns speed. or spins or it just she strikes one pose and then it's like somebody pushed her from off camera and she just glides across the frame. So then he goes back to work. His his boss is great because his boss is like, D- don't change the covers. Stop changing the mm-hmm. covers, which to me makes total sense. Like, it's an album cover. You can't change it. No, you're supposed he's to He's so artistic. He has to. Yeah, he can't. It just he's comes compelled. out of him. Mm-hmm. And, okay, we're getting a little deep into something that I do want to talk about later, but no. are, is Olivia Newton-John... His muse. What's that? Yes. Yeah. 100%. Why? Because his dream is not to be a part owner of a club. Like, <laughs> his dream is to become an artist, and he never achieves that goal. <laughs> I, think, I think this kind of speaks to reality, Doug. I mean, it's like everybody wants to be something, and then you, you got to grow up. You know, and you got you got to go teach at a school. Like I got to go owner. sell my soul to something, and you got to grow up. So you're saying that when he's sitting down with his boss, and his boss is like, "You know what you got to do? You got to pay more attention to business." His boss is right. His <laughs> boss one hundred percent. Give up. His the- boss is him in the future. <laughs> well, his boss even says he points to a sculpture. He's like, "I used to be an artist like yep. you." So good. It, it's a terrible sculpture, but he points to it, <laughs> and then like you know, but but that's the thing. Okay, just think of in, in all contexts of this movie. Think of Gene Kelly. Deuce, Olivia, the muse, the art studio, the Greek chorus, and everybody else, the tragedy member. That's Mm -hmm. it. So, like, if you think about everything they say to him in that art studio, Mm -hmm. it's just like a Greek chorus. I'm just going to walk away for a second. Whoa. Boom. (laughs) Man. This is a very anti-artistic expression movie. Then it's like, oh yeah, no, it totally kids, is. Kids go to business school. <laughs> <laughs> go find a billionaire named yeah, Zeus. Exactly. Really, who's Zeus? Find a random billionaire who's re- sell your soul yeah. out, sell it all out, and then go and chase work a girl, a chase a hot girl because yes. she probably is worth it. Mm-hmm. And and also, this is where Gene Kelly. This is where they meet up again, and and. 
uh, Gene Kelly takes he takes him back to his house, which is a mansion. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Yes. And even Sonny's like, whoa. But you notice, they really only show you one room, yeah, right? Yeah, like, I'm, I'm kind of like... Well, you... I assume it's not just a shithole around <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. It's like this one room, and then the rest of it's like a... Yeah, I'm assuming the bathrooms are pretty nice. nice. nice yeah. <laughs> I, but I like when he walks in, everything's queued up. The record's already on the record player, and he just pulls out the sleeve, and it's all—it's the only thing sitting in that record, that gigantic cabinet of record, play, like supposedly records. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. just one, and then his record's already there. And Gene Kelly says that he, after his time as a big band leader, he went into the family construction business. He oh, grew yeah. up. He grew up. He went. He became a businessman. Yep, he yeah. became right. a businessman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. You have to. I, yep. you I have get to. it. I, but why? Okay, here's the other thing then. He apparently owns a construction company. He was a musician. Mm-hmm. Why does he even need Sonny? He, I mean, it's, it's literally, sunny, he tells like Sonny to find the place, but wouldn't he be able to do that? Like, yeah. He, he wants this <laughs> no, but he's to like, be he a realtor Sonny for No, but he's like, he's got him. a good eye. you got yeah, a good eye. He knew him instantly. Yeah. He's like, you got a good eye because you, you walked up to me on the beach while because I was playing you the could spot a muse and you know who you're looking for. So. <laughs> you insulted my shitty clarinet. <laughs> uh, you got a knack for spotting stuff. That <laughs> Danny shares his love of the singer from his... His, like, muse. And it is true. Like, if this muse comes and just kind of turns their life around, but doesn't necessarily inspire them artistically. Not artistically. No. I, I, mean, artistically. I, I have to say, if they shared the same muse, <laughs> if he's not Zeus, and if there's just two dudes that shared this muse, she's a whore. Well, yeah, <laughs> but also, I think you're right, Jamie. I think she must be a business muse. Like, <laughs> like taking artists... And presenting them yes. with reality. Because, you know, all the people he said he played with were big people. Like, they yeah, were big right. names. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. he went into construction. Yeah. Yeah. Once yeah. she left, yep. she was like, I realized, or I told him that this whole big band thing, it's not going to go beyond yeah. the 40s. You might want to get into construction. <laughs> she, If you think about it in those terms, she's probably the worst muse ever. Ever. Well. I don't She's know. They do pretty muse. well at the end. Xander seems to be rocking. Yeah, it seems to be the place to <laughs> maybe, be. Maybe, maybe, but people keep disappearing. Things aren't really real. I don't know. I don't. Bless and if you notice at the uh, at the end, they're all performers. They're all part of Xanadu. There's no people that are just sitting there oh, like there watching. <laughs> I was like, are you required to join in yes. the dance number if you walk yes. in the door? And it's already choreographed. Yes, absolutely. I love it. Oh, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. That's a very All exciting right. scene. So, uh, Although this is a great scene, too. This, this, is, is, when... this is the best scene yeah. in the movie, I think, is when he, well, it starts off weird. It starts off goofy when he does the silly faces in the mirror. Well, yes. <laughs> no, the mirror so, is genius. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, sorry. I was talking about when he sits in the corner of the frame in a chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And is, I guess, remembering this. <laughs> like crazy sad seizure that he does? It is. <laughs> I don't know if it's a seizure or <laughs> we don't see his hands or his crotch, but I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> the expression on his face was very bizarre. <laughs> All right, I got. I have to rewind real quick. Okay, because yeah. okay. when he's, I'm, I'm so obsessed. Um, when he's looking at himself in the mirror, uh-huh. and I don't remember where I read this, so you guys could Google me, and I could be totally wrong. But for my entire Baron. life, oh. <laughs> I've always believed this, and I could have sworn I read it in some 
super nerdy Greek anthology book that when Zeus became a man, it was um, uh, he looked at his reflection and he laughed. So when I saw oh when I saw Gene <laughs> Kelly looking at his reflection and making funny faces, I instinctively took that as a child to think he's not used to his his human form. Mm. So he's he's playing with himself a little bit. Not like that. Did but, you play you know? that? <laughs> that like he is ten minutes no, later. That's later when he's sitting in the chair. Thinking about which, John. Yeah. That's also a new discovery for him. <laughs> uh, but I, wait. Uh, I Just, don't think I can buy that he's Zeus because <laughs> we meet Zeus later. We don't really no, meet no, him. No, no, you never meet him. Voice. He just speaks. It's like the Wizard of Oz, right? I mean, man behind the curtain and then but, man. But Gene Kelly doesn't seem to know who Olivia Newton-John is. If she's a muse, he would know that if he's ah, Zeus. It, listen, they're tricking an artist into becoming a businessman. <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to act like they know each other and are buddies. No, but they're they're at least in in Xanadu when it's just a big empty warehouse. They're alone at least once or twice. Oh, him and her? Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 okay, I give you that. There's no nudge, nudge, wink, wink, know what I mean, know what I mean. But it's still <laughs> hey, like... You're checking out this loser I got yeah. involved in? <laughs> We're going to turn this guy into a businessman. He'll take over my construction. He's business. sinking all his money to this place, which will close in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And that is the truth. I mean, like... If this place, this place would never succeed in any, in any world. It would never I, succeed. I might have to disagree because the best parallel I could draw was I was like, oh, is this like a Studio 54 thing? Yeah. I don't, but we I don't, don't but we don't see anybody drinking. We don't see no. anything. No. Nobody's no. serving that food. That was because of like dancing. cocaine and sex and topless men and men in banana hammocks. Like just there's a lot going on. Men. Like just topless <laughs> men. Topless men. <laughs> All right, ladies, men, take off your tops. We know what you're into, ladies. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, all right, okay, so. so anyway, he's playing with himself in the chair. Right, so this, so this is a great, great scene. So go ahead. I think it's the best scene Me in the too. movie. Uh, yeah, it was very, it gets a little weird, like they're holograms dancing with each other for right. a little while, mm-hmm. and the busy living room suddenly becomes empty so that they can dance, but it's so fun to watch Gene yeah. Kelly tapping it out, and this is, it's so, it's just fun. It's mm-hmm. it's adorable, and, and, and Olivia Newton-John tap dances, and, and. And I read somewhere where this was uh, shot later because mm. um, the movie was a bit short. Just to let you know, <laughs> we're done with everything. It wasn't that long. It had animated sequence. <laughs> so this was shot later, and Gene Kelly choreographed the whole thing. Oh, I could totally see. And that. he would only do it if it was just him, Olivia Newton John, the director, and a cameraman. That was oh. it. That was those were his instructions. And again, I read that. I don't know if that's no, it's true, but true. it sounds and, great. And Gene, like, um, when he did the movie Me and My Girl, if you watch those sequences, mm-hmm. these sequences are pretty much on par with those. It's almost yeah. like he choreographed it. I mean, of course, if Gene's on set, he's going to choreograph everything, right? He's mm-hmm. a freaking genius. Mm-hmm. But the the dance, if you put two screens side by side, they're pretty much the same Oh, moves. okay. And, um, and, uh, He's, yeah, he's an old man. It actually hurt me to watch this because, like, this is a dude that's doing flips and dancing with Jerry from Tom and Jerry. Right. Like, and then suddenly 
Topless he's dancing. old. No. He's topless dancing. <laughs> Anna Hammock. No, he's he's super old. I think in this these little. But he looks great. He does look good. He looks he always great. Looks good. Yeah, and that winning smile. No, he's in a joy. Do you know the guy who great. played Gene Kelly's younger version in those flashback things? You know the holograms. Oh yeah. Um, that's who uh, Olivia married. She fell in love with him while they were shooting oh. those little bits, and then they were married for like ten or eleven years after that. I forget the dude's young name. Young Gene but Kelly. Yeah, yeah, she was into the younger Gene. <laughs> <laughs> so, so after this scene, um, Sonny goes back to paint. I don't know. Is he at work or is he at his own house when he's painting? And where she just shows up. He goes to the office alarmed? early. I think he goes in early, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, feels like there's scenes missing before this scene because he he's a little put off by her suddenly. Like yeah. he's not really acting like he's like like he had. We've spent the whole first half of the movie watching him chase her. her, yeah. And then now she shows up to see him, and he's like, eh, whatever. I'm working. You know? <laughs> I'm working. I'm working. <laughs> you. Look so, at what they're no. making me do. I got to paint these record albums larger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you believe this? Let's go get something to eat. So he doesn't even paint. They just yeah. leave. Yeah, they just leave. And he's just painting strokes of her hair anyway. Isn't she just, isn't he just like yes. filling in her hair? Yes. <laughs> so this is where he takes her to other, to a sound, st- um, oh, he t- can someone explain to oh, me what is they, happening? This is great. Oh yeah. Where do they go? They go to a, a what's supposed to be a live set, right? Like for a music video, and but they go into this like bubble first. Yeah, it's, that looks like a pod, and he's because like, they right? call it, he calls it a recording studio, mm-hmm. which I've seen recording magic. studios like they don't have buttons to push where palm trees pop up and stuff <laughs> outside. To inspire the singers? I don't know why this is there. Unless they record the song inside that bubble Mm -hmm. thing, and And then then they can just walk out and shoot the video. I think all of that (laughs) stuff is magic, Doug. I think it's all like, because if you notice, they don't do anything. The palm trees go up. And at a certain point, they fly. They literally yeah they do they fly oh, they do. <laughs> yeah, they do. So, so I think that that whole outside the bubble recording studio soundstage thing is just in their magical heads. But well, it's, it's not because then the boss runs and he's like, "What the hell? You can't touch this stuff!" But then he breaks <laughs> and then it blows it up. When the boss comes, it blows course. up. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. He goes yeah. in and stuff's exploding, and you just hear him yelling, and we never see him again. No. He might be dead. <laughs> Pretty sure. Yeah. They're they're seen together, by the way. So they do this whole like dancing through the palm trees, and they skate in the rain together. Not mm-hmm. dance in the rain; they skate. In yeah. the rain. it's it's pales in comparison to watching earlier scene where Jean and and Olivia are dancing oh, yeah. together. It's kind of just annoying to watch. Yeah, they kind of back up to one another as scenes, so you can really tell. Like I could have watched her skate. But he's not very good. No. Like, he, you can tell he really can't keep up with her or she's slowing down to keep mm-hmm. pace with him. He's not very good. He's pretty terrible. And honestly, yeah. I thought she was equally as terrible, in my opinion, Okay, in these sequences as she was in the original sequences <laughs> in the first time they experienced Xanadu, when she's uh-huh. a statue. I mean, I thought these dance moves were pretty – like, I – 
okay, we all roller skated growing up, and watching these moves compared to like those people you saw on the oh, roller yeah. in the roller skate, there had to be so many angry '80s people, like when 80s they watch these roller skating moves because. Yeah. Um, and dancing moves in general, because it's yeah. just like they were so basic. Absolutely. Well, they had to be careful of the weird scenery that was coming out. Magic, them. honey. The magic. magic. Yeah. The magic. Was it really there? Yeah. It was just magic. It was all in their minds. <laughs> Tuesday's but, Wednesday. So this is, so next, uh, Sunny and Danny. Uh-huh. Sunny tries to convince Danny to fix up this place where they used to hold wrestling matches. Right. And turn it into... They don't even have the name Xanadu yet. I love it when they all figure it out because then each one has to say Xanadu. Mm-hmm. Xanadu. <laughs> Xanadu. It's crazy. Oh, it's genius. But, so they try he tries to convince him that this should be the club. Uh-huh. And then they both have very different ideas of what this club is. And it comes alive. We see. And neither one is correct in the end. <laughs> no. No, it's like, okay. at the end, oh, they're he, like, it's going to be a blend of big band and rock music. Nope. It's just roller skating. <laughs> <laughs> but this, this moment right here is genius. Because it's kind of like, okay, if you go with my theory. Uh-huh. God and man, you know, the fingers are touching, you know, things are merging. God, man's image, all that stuff. Like their worlds come together. They merge, they meet, they shake hands. It's a done deal. It's very exciting in my opinion. I mean, it was a fun, I, I thought it was sort of a fun sequence to see. Cause you see uh, Gene Kelly's or Danny's version of it is like this big band, sort of this revival 20s, 30s, sort of a club, right? Big band playing There's club. a lot of minorities. I can't yeah. imagine there were that many minorities in the 40s in clubs like this. There was. Yes, there's one. Yes, I agree. But I did enjoy that they were the same, right? They were the same yeah, people. For the each, same people were doing the big band and the same people were right. doing yeah. the rock. So then rock. you had your rock 80s dancers. and Lots it was like synthesizer. This, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But they were they were sort of juxtaposed against each other, and that mm-hmm. was a kind of a fun, you know. Until they finally, like you said, even dancing together, they dance and then they dance. Well, they took a second. They looked at each other. Yeah. They were like, "Is uh-huh. this the moment yeah. when your world, Gene's going to come to right? come into this world?" I don't know. And it happened. And then they just commingled. Right. Yep. And universal so, peace. When when we're back to just the two guys, Sonny's like, "I've never. I don't know how to be a partner. I've never been anybody's business partner before." And Gene says. It's like being married, but without the good part. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, my God. This place is done in like a week and a and half. And I love that it's when amazing. they start work on it, like their first day of construction, they're popping champagne yeah, everybody's outside. everybody's having a good time. Everybody's <laughs> drinking at work. They're yep. like barely amazing. started the job, and Gene Kelly's like popping champagne with the yeah. construction it's guys. It's his construction and, guys, I would and it's imagine. Practi- right? yeah, it's oh, yeah. practically like, next scene, club is done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep. There was totally a lot done. of work to do. How be long done. did this take? Is he still painting record covers? I don't know. <laughs> also, we talked a lot about how bad a delivery guy uh, Spike Lee was yeah. last, in the last episode. When, when he goes to hang those signs or those album covers outside of this record store, and this is going back, Gene Kelly walks out and he's like, hey, clarinet, or whatever. He doesn't even call him by, by his, his name. name. Yeah, Ooh. no. And then he just leaves with him. Like, he just leaves. The ladder's there. The, st- yeah. the album covers are just laid on the ground. And he just walks away. Well, he's about to have a new business partner. 
matter. Oh, this is where in my notes I wrote, after this scene, we're more than halfway through the movie, and I'm still not sure if there's a plot. <laughs> <laughs> Things do start to happen. Like, yeah, it yeah. happens real quick, because this yeah. is when he goes back and humorously fires himself? Yeah, this oh, yeah. is a weird thing. I think he tries a Jerry Maguire moment, but it just <laughs> yeah. fails. Yeah. But if you remember... Um, in this moment, he delivers a line that he always wanted to deliver. Um, it, it, it's in the beginning of the movie. He's like, oh, I don't know, club. I always wanted to say something. I think it's along it's the lines. It's on the house. It's on the house, yeah. right? Come on, oh, you know, it's on the yeah. house. And this is how he exits the scene. He's like, it's on the house. He gets to deliver his line. Oh, I had to really like, you know, it took me a couple of times. I've seen this movie maybe like seven times or so. But like, it, it took me a few times to pick that up. But I was like, he gets his moment with his Greek chorus to say, I'm out. Oh, right. I'm out. Right. I'm taking control of this right. play. I, I do imagine Cameron Crowe and Tom Cruise sitting down watching this. And he's like, Tom, you're going to do this, but better. <laughs> <laughs> so this is where... And I, I'm just going to say oh. it suddenly turns into a cartoon and I want one of you to explain to me why it's a cartoon. <clears throat> why are they turning from fish into birds or some and birds? birds? Yes. Yeah, and then into a magical flower. They both turn together the rose, into they, the rose. They, they come out of yeah. the rose yeah. for love, of course. Oh. Love. Well, first they're having drinks and champagne mm-hmm. at the Hollywood Bowl. Like it's yes. the empty Hollywood alone. Bowl together yeah, alone. Which is weird because that's just weird. Um, and she's he's wants to know more about her, and she's like, not no questions, no <laughs> lies. Yeah, she's just like, I live with my seven sisters on the second <laughs> floor. And he's like, tell me more. She's like, that's all you need to know. She's like, kind of talking in riddles. But I don't know how much we know where about him either. I told you, I live with my sisters. Yeah. No, that's not really where. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she goes on the second floor. That's all she on says. The second floor. Yeah. That's what- um, and then they kiss and now she doesn't want, she's kind of like, like a whore. Like we don't kiss on the mouth. Like she's kind of pulling away from the kisses, but when they finally do like, she can't resist. Yeah. His, she can't his, resist his chiseled face. And then, then they turn into cartoons. So is that the risk that they run when they okay. passionately if kiss? You, if you go with my Turning theory. into cartoons <laughs> is <laughs> a risk. That's wait. That's so this really happens. <laughs> This is real, Doug. This is real. She came out of a picture at the mural on a wall. But he never says, why were we just cartoon fish? <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, cool. but, no, okay, but it makes sense to me. Does it? Does <laughs> it, it makes sense. Because, okay, listen, he kisses her. Okay, she kissed him. His life changed. He discovered the mediocrity is okay. And then, again, they're at the Hollywood Bowl, and he kisses her. You know, they, they make this magic happen. Right. And he goes into, you say cartoon, I say another dimension. Oh. That's what I say. And I say that they go through the creation of life into love. They start, they fishes and birds and then bada boom, flowers. They're really goofy looking fish, though. Like, they're really, I sent you the picture of one, yes. like. Well, it's very, it's very Don Bluth, uh, like it's Fern Gully, like yeah. the whole thing looks like Fern Gully because it's yeah. the same guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, the cartoonist did this in yeah. American Tale and all those things, Nim right. or whatever. Yeah, yep. but like, um, but it's, it's. I think it makes sense. They can't show this, you know, like. Oh, are they making? Are we meant to think they're having sex? 
No, what? Oh. Why is it always sex with me? I don't... It's not <laughs> <laughs> is that how you read this? I thought that maybe this was like... They're consummating their relationship. Like, Ooh, yeah, there were a lot of weird flowers. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, man. I didn't. That's I didn't what I think thought. Really? And that was the line she couldn't draw. Like, it wasn't just the connection she was making with him. You might have changed my world if this is true. But like, I thought they is... were cartoons because they couldn't show like. Set. Yeah, the worst word they said in this movie was hell, I think. <laughs> they were like, so what do you think? Full penetration? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> this is Xanon. So far, everything's like G-rated. We cannot yeah. jump right to that 48 minutes into the movie. <laughs> so instead, wow, we get cartoon that's, fish. That's an mm. amazing reading of this. Dude. Yeah. I, I didn't think about that. Well... But my favorite thing that Barrett said is, Olivia Newton-John kisses you and you realize mediocrity is all right. <laughs> <laughs> so very offensive to Olivia Newton-John. That's her job, though, as that news. All right. So can we talk about what might be my second favorite part of this movie? Because oh, when they go to the when they go buy some If you didn't think there was like a dumb and dumber sort of tuxedo try on part of this movie, you'd be I like wrong. The, because I like Jean the legs Kelly that open gets, up. Oh, yeah, when it comes out of the Jean Kelly dresses up in goofy outfit after a goofy outfit. Well, they're going to have the opening for, for Xanadu, and so it's decided that they need glitz, right? They need to go by. Glitz. glitz. They had to go to Glitz, yeah. which is the store, right. and and all the mannequins are living people, like right. obviously the dance. And again, you know, it aids to the divinity of the story. But like, mm-hmm. and then he tries on all these amazing outfits, all cultures of life. It's very reminiscent of the seventies um, uh, Planet of the Apes scene. You remember where they're like? Did you guys watch that one? Where they come to Earth and uh, present day, and oh, they try yeah. on all oh, yeah, of yeah, the yeah, outfits yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. But um, but I like it. I thought it was like you know. It was like, it was like his pretty Seuss. woman moment. I like the fringe cowboy outfit the best. When he comes oh, out I was like... a little disappointed. That's what they ended with at yeah. the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dances into the camera in that well, one. What I thought was weird is there's a huge section where our three main characters disappear. And, and it's just, like, just these backup dancers. That's when the spider dances, when the one girl's like a spider and she's dancing yeah. through, yep. like, right? Crawls and, through the legs. And, and they all start roller skating. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good movie. I love it. And, and suddenly they're ready to open. This is when they're ready to open, so that outfit montage must have gone on for three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you notice, there's always, there's, um, there's the issue of time in this movie. Now, originally I blamed the editors, and then I, I took time to like <laughs> absorb this movie, and I realized they're always referencing the mix-up, mash-up of time. Like Zeus says it. He's like, a moment eternal, forever. What oh, is okay, that? Yeah, yeah. And then Tuesday's Wednesdays, Wednesday's Tuesday. There's always this like this like overtone that time has no presence oh, in the storyline. I might be reading into that a little too much. I, I don't. I nope. I don't know. I don't know if you're excusing the problems or if you're on to something. Here. <laughs> because it makes sense. Like if right. you look at anything, like the 
what twenty minute final number when Xanadu mm-hmm. opens? Like that right? seems when to people... be insane. Yes. <laughs> and then things just literally jump. Xanadu's ready in in, in a heartbeat. Yeah. But what's a moment and what's forever? I don't yeah. know. I'm what's Zeus. What's tomorrow? What's Tuesday? Wednesday, I don't know. What's yeah. Tuesday? Wednesday? Yeah. Wednesday's Tuesday? Yeah, I, I don't know. So this is <laughs> this is where we're finally sort of clued into what Kira is because this is where she tells I do think it's weird like the Xanadu is going to open like tomorrow and they're just off to the side slow dancing together they could be he could care less he's a partner in this business well he serves no purpose in the opening well I guess true right right. so this is where she makes people on TV talk to him (laughs) That she's amused. And she's got a proof. She has the dictionary. She oh, yeah. She's like, look up the word muse in the dictionary. And it's written Page directly seven, to him. 728. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he's still he's still like, what? Wait, what? What are you trying to? I don't understand. What's going on here? Who? I don't know. Like, yeah. he's such an idiot. <laughs> but then the people on the TV explained it to him. And he was like, oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what does this mean? And then he gets angry that she didn't think about him and all of it, right? Right. Because mm-hmm. what is he supposed to do now? He loves her, but she can't love him. But her purpose wasn't him, really. Right. Her purpose was Xanadu. And but she he, tells him that. She's like, just oh, happened. Or, or she tells Zeus that. Something. At one point she says, I'm just supposed to come here and make sure Xanadu happens. That's right. 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 That's right. Which, and why didn't she just show up to Gene Kelly then? She Why do we love. need this, this? Because the artist was the eye. Loser. <laughs> okay, well, now you could say that that she came to Sunny because Sunny needed purpose and mediocrity, and so mm-hmm. she had made Xanadu happen in this like in his artist's mind. Maybe he killed himself. Maybe he had a psychotic break. I don't know, but but she makes Xanadu happen. And my question is. No, it's not a question. It's a statement. Xanadu didn't really happen. I mean, you saw it. It's not a real place. There's no way that's a real place. There's nobody roller skating around no. in a, like in a big forest. So really, her purpose was to lie to him. That's all it was. It was to make him think that he's here to start a nightclub. Well, and, and later then he disappear. crashes into a wall. For Wait, so what? No, he doesn't crash into a wall. He jumps through the wall. Oh. Because he's in her world. I would have loved it if he jumped through a wall and it was just like the outline of his body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, so she disappears in a beam of light because she can't be there for Xanadu's opening for some reason. She, well, she's now that she's her told him. Yeah, yeah, she's done. She's right. told him. What, and now she moves out. I love you. I love you forever. She says before she booms away. Uh-huh. Yeah. So... Danny, or, or sorry, Sonny's all bummed out, so he goes for a walk on the beach, I guess. That's what you do. <laughs> and he comes across Danny again, and I guess since Sonny's so bummed out, he's already told him, he's like, I'm not coming to the opening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah, there's... Yeah. yeah, because the girl, she's all yeah. I wanted. Why would I come? Nothing's worth it now. He's all depressed because she's gone. He's really great when he's suddenly like, I'm going to go find her. <laughs> and it just cuts to him in short shorts and roller skates. <laughs> if he dresses like her, he can then find her. It's his Tom Cruise in the rain moment. You know, like every time <laughs> yeah. Tom is going after the, the lead woman, he's running in the rain. This right, is right. his moment. He's just wearing Daisy Dukes and like, you know, roller <laughs> skating. his heart out. Skating on Venice. But he finally comes across that mural that we saw at the beginning of the movie. Mm -hmm. He Mm -hmm. recognizes that that's her because she looks just like she does on the album cover. (laughs) And you're right. He 
skates right through the wall <laughs> and ends up in Mount Olympus, I guess? You betcha. You betcha. Uh, <laughs> confronts Zeus. Yeah, argues with Zeus. That's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how in love he was with the muse. Yep. Yeah, he wants to take he her would, back. He would take I like Zeus. it when he's stuck, when he's like, I can't move. And he's like picking up his skates and there's like yellow lights attached to them. He's like, what's happening? She's like, you can't be here. This is where I was watching it going, oh, I never thought I'd have to watch Tron again. <laughs> I guess I'd sit through like five minutes of this. I do feel like that they, they, it's kind of like, you know, they took the leftover visual effects bits from Tron and they yeah. were like, can we make a movie after the, uh, with these leftover bits? Like they bought all the leftover cutting room floor. Yeah, but like, the thing is, this was made before Tron. The guy who made oh. Tron probably saw this and he's like, this should be an entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we'll remove the roller skates, but keep everything else. <laughs> All right. So Zeus and his wife. Who's his wife? Hera? Is that? I don't know my Greek gods that well. Yeah, that's right. That's right. They argue a bit. Uh, Zeus sends Sonny back just teleports yeah. him back i guess and Kira then, is so sad yeah olivia newton john pleads with zeus uh-huh. to return and he's like okay you can go for the opening is this when she sings her sad song though i doesn't don't know she have, is it? doesn't she sing like she a, a song, song about love she sings a song about loving him oh she, no this is before he yeah. comes this is oh she, okay yeah she's in the world of Tron, and he's not there yet when she sings her song. Oh, okay, okay. But this is where Zeus allows her to go for a moment or forever. As a viewer, we don't know. Mm. We don't know if she's going to be there through Xanadu's opening and Mm. forever and become immortal, Mm -hmm. or... uh, Or have to come back. Zeus is a pretty funny guy, too, if you listen. He cuts some jokes. Yeah, he's got some... Yeah, and they have a fun banter. His mortal humor. That's right. Yeah, mortal history class. Yes, that's right. Remember we learned that? Yeah. Feelings, because she has feelings. Because if you read Greek mythology, (laughs) Zeus is always just eating people and raping women. (laughs) That's right. I mean, not a great dude. He's they're represented as his toys, so why would they take like mortal history? Like, why would he learn about his toys and his women that he raped? I don't. How much do we want to get into the opening of Xanadu? Because it is just crazy. Well, I love how it starts. Like, Xanadu opens and. And uh, Gene Kelly starts a conga line, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah on pretty skates. much. He's it's like, "Woo!" That <laughs> big of a like, party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what start. We're like, "Whoa!" And there's jugglers there, and they're juggling, and they were conga skating through the club. And like you said, you're kind of waiting for more of the kind of club action to happen, and it doesn't. It's mm. just a. I was at least waiting for a conversation or something. <laughs> but <laughs> it's like. Eight songs in a row to close out the movie. Xanadu. Because Olivia Newton-John shows up, and then there's big wardrobe changes where she does, like, a country song (laughs) and a rock song and a disco song. She had, like, seven different changes. Well, like I said to him, how were they really going to open this place without her? She was a big part to their, like... Opening number, right? Oh, like, really, all they had was yeah. All they had was there. her performance. Yeah, like Gene yeah. Kelly started the the. No wonder Sonny didn't line, want to show but... up. He'd be like, "Oh no, she left." Yeah, and like now we she's got our nothing. she's our entertainment. Like she's our she's gonna tap dance and 
do it all. Show could not have happened without her. She danced. She's dressed no. up as a tiger at one point, isn't she? Tiger dancing. Uh, she has like a tiger shirt on. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't know about a real tiger. Right? I don't know. <laughs> like with a face on it. She was... crawls around. <laughs> no, like, what is? <laughs> but it is insane because that's all this club is. Like we said earlier, everyone at the club is participating yeah. in this. Clearly choreographed dance yeah. routine. Yeah. Nobody's just sitting around watching this. No, no, no. It's it's. So but it, it, it kind of fuels my theory <clears throat> that this isn't real. This is just the culmination of this alternate universe that that you know Sonny's been in. This is not like even the way it ends. Maybe this doesn't really happen because then it sort of explodes into this mm-hmm. kaleidoscope of colors. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. We were treated to the more mellow Xanadu because he's just sitting there with Gene <laughs> Kelly and Gene Kelly finally has a drink. He's like, "Hey kid, get a drink. This is great. Nobody's dancing, nobody's skating mm-hmm. right, anymore." Right. So maybe th- I don't know I don't he's, know. He's stuck under Mount Olympus. It's like, it's a Greek mythology. He's he's okay. there. He was frustrated with himself in the beginning. This muse comes, makes out with him like a little whore. Uh-huh. And then we follow the story of him in this alternate universe. And Zeus is playing. Zeus in Greek mythology always turns into a man and messes with humans' minds. That's what he does. And what is Gene doing? He's just messing with his mind. That's it. I mean, look, this is a nightclub. This is a giant dance routine from eighth grade. It's like, <laughs> it's absolutely terrible. They do have their, they're like Xanadu dance. Yeah, the clap, they clap, the thrust, clap. thrust, arm up, arm up, you know, dance. It is. Yeah, like you're a cheer. Right, Because it's never as though you see... Sonny break into song on his own or dance on his own. Mm-mm. It's only when he's uh, a hapless victim. around or mm-hmm. he's around. He's a hapless victim, and in my th- my theory is that he's stuck here for the rest of his life. He's another human that just got duped he's by stuck Zeus, in and now he's stuck in Xanadu. It's a pleasure dome, but you can never get out. Whoa! Wow! It's like the Hotel California. <laughs> you <bet your> <laughs> So then the very last scene, he's all bummed out, but a waitress walks over and says, yeah. do you want something to drink or something like that? And he turns around and it's Kira, but it's not. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure, but it's Olivia Newton-John as a waitress now. <laughs> he doesn't seem to remember Kira or know that she looks like Kira, but he's really interested in her. He, I think, says a line that he said to her early on in the movie again about Let's go talk or something like mm-hmm. that. And now this is the restarting of his whole thing. It's it's forever. It's the eternal loop that Zeus puts humankind in. It's like now he's starting over again with a new version of Kira. And they're going to play this game out. Maybe okay. maybe next time he'll start a construction company. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, like, it'll just you start know, all over you again. You know what would have been great is if <laughs> – I was about to say, is if that made any sense. But <laughs> what I mean is, now that you say that, that sounds like a much better movie because all you had to do was at the beginning when he was drawing stuff, have him draw the picture of that waitress at the beginning of this uh, and then throw it yeah, out the yeah, window. Yeah. And that's what becomes, that's what starts the musing and all that stuff. Like that would be so great. And then everyone other than you would understand what's happening. 
<laughs> Let's get the editor on the phone. Let's do yeah. this. Let's no, but... recut this movie. <laughs> more animated sequences. More pitch. More pitch. They need to be having more sex. <laughs> All right. So the way we end this is recommendations. Mm. I don't need it. I don't. I'm not sure if I need, even need to ask Barrett if he would recommend this. Yeah. Would you? It's, it's a straight up own with my whole heart. Yeah, I, I believe heart. he'd skate into that recommendation. I would skate. Right. Two skates. I give this movie two skates up. There you go. Okay. Wow. <laughs> then you'd be falling down on your skates. <laughs> <Right>. so. <laughs> Somebody's very hurt. <laughs> that sounds like it hurt. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, Jamie, what, uh, you. I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it was fun. Um, it was fun. And actually, with your new insight, it, it does make me sort of look at it differently. And if I knew someone that was a big Gene Kelly fan or Olivia Newton-John fan, um, highly recommended. Um, but just for, you know, no. <laughs> I, I think I'm right with you, Jamie. I, I love Barrett's interpretation of this yeah. and if I had heard that going into it I think I would have enjoyed it it's not a bad movie I mean first of all it's really quick <laughs> like, yeah 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 and, uh, you, and it's easy to follow because they uh, well, I'm not e- sure about that because <laughs> <laughs> I did not follow it <laughs> I probably would not like it's silly and it's goofy but a yeah. lot of the time I did find myself bored by what was going on. There was like a lot it, of dancing. So yeah, I think if you're not into the dancing, maybe. Right. And it wasn't like, and I know I brought it up before, it wasn't like Breakin', which was so silly. Oh, did you see the dude crazy. from Breakin' was mm-hmm. one of the backup what? dancers? Yeah, he was, was in yeah, there. Turbo. Yeah, Turbo. Oh, you yeah, totally. Yeah. Where, how did I miss that? He was oh. in, um, he was in Xanadu. No, he was, he was, he was in, um, no, I, was he, in, or was he in Glitz? No, I think he was in Zanadu. I thought I wrote it down. No, you know what? Now that I think back on it, I think he was one of those mannequins that was then like, hey, come on in here. Maybe he was in both. Because I wrote Breakdancing Movie Guy, which I later remembered was Turbo. When I I had yeah, I mean I'm pretty sure (laughs) he was probably in both. Like it's not like they're like. Yeah, your I think they just rehab. Yeah, you're only the, Xanadu dancer. You're yeah, only in you're the rest only of Xanadu, right. or you're only in the weird ensemble <laughs> sort of right. montage. Yeah, I don't. I probably wouldn't recommend it, but in a weird way, now I'm curious to go back and watch it with, <laughs> with Barrett's interpretation, with his insights. Yeah, yeah. yeah. well, it's All kid right. friendly. You can watch it with your kids. I don't know. If it is like it. The but. sex scene is just animated. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly couldn't think of a recommendation for this movie. Like, not oh, a yeah, let's give uh, recommendations. I couldn't think of anything that I – usually it's like, oh, well, it reminded me of this. Or I couldn't think of anything that I can compare to Xanadu. So uh-huh. it made me think of Fern Gully, like you mentioned <laughs> earlier. So that was my recommendation. Besides, no, that's, that, that works. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's me. <laughs> Barrett, do you have a recommendation? Did I, you... I, I, would, I would throw out Down to Earth so that you can see the movie with the muse, you oh, know, that right. thing. I am going to recommend a movie that Sonny was in. 
if you want to see Sonny wear vests again, but you want to see him wear a vest with no shirt on under, oh. he was in the Walter Hill movie The Warriors in 1979. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, right. He, was, he was one of the Warriors. Uh-huh. But it's a movie about a... <laughs> It's it's a movie about New York City street gangs mm-hmm. who, first of all, all dress the same. Like, there's a bunch of different gangs, but they all wear costumes. <laughs> like, one gang dresses like the... Yeah, like, they, they dress like the New York Yankees and have, like, face paint. But anyway, and there's, like, a summit, like a gang summit. <laughs> and the guy who's in charge gets murdered, and they all think it's this one gang. So then it's all the other gangs in the city trying to kill this one gang. Oh. It's a good movie. It was made one year before Xanadu. Oh? <laughs> but it's fun. It's it's fun and it's silly and I saw it again not too long ago and it was still a lot of fun. So that's okay. my recommendation. All right. Well, first of all, before we get into the movie that we're going to be doing uh-huh. in two weeks, Barrett, I do have to say thank you. This was fun. Yeah. Oh, you guys and are sweet. If it's good to see behind the scenes of this because oh. I've listened to all, what, 32, 33, something I, like that? I have no idea. You guys are up there. It's intimidating. I was sweating a little. I was schvetzing a little yeah, bit in the beginning. Yeah, was a little nervous. I was a little yeah. nervous. Oh. You guys are kind of a big deal. No, I, I know that. Obvi. <laughs> <laughs> No, but thank you for coming on. That this was a lot of fun. And since you're right downstairs, feel free to stop by. <laughs> I'll just loom over her shoulder yeah, every that's now right. and then. I've got a just note about loom. that one. Right. Oh, and again, we are doing a cross podcast with a podcast called Musical Notation, oh. where they're going to talk about the soundtrack. Or oh. not they, it's just one guy. Uh, he's going to talk about the soundtrack to Xanadu. So ah. if you don't listen to musical notation, it's great. It's like a podcast. It's It only deals with um, music in movies. Mm. And each episode's like 15, 20 minutes long. And he does a fantastic job. So everyone should listen to that. If you, if you don't want to hear about Xanadu for another hour and a half, which I totally understand. <laughs> it's like 15, 20 minutes <laughs> of your time. And it's only about the music. So in two weeks, um, yeah. school is in full swing. Yeah. Everyone is, oh, I was going to say everyone's back to school. We're not doing back to school. I didn't. Oh, yeah. Don't don't said. jump the gun on that. Yeah. We're doing a movie about school, which is, I'm going to say, way more racist than back to school. Hmm. Because we're doing a movie called Soul Man. Oh. a white guy. See Thomas Howell has to pretend he's a black guy to get into Harvard Law School, which sounds totally plausible. <laughs> I'm afraid to talk about this. I'm afraid to explore the casual racism <laughs> that was mid-80s cinema. This is going to be pretty, pretty golden. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So that's it. Until then. We'll talk to you later. Until then, we'll talk to you later. I mean, we're, we'll just talk to you then. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everybody. Have a great two weeks. Yeah. Take care. <laughs> we're leaving in a beam of light. Kaboom! I'm going to... Should I stop? I'm going to stop recording. Why do I say? Don't walk away. You'll be
at least it's faster. <laughs> Greetings, 80s movie lovers. So, you've just heard a scintillating discussion on Xanadu, and you're dying to hear more, aren't you? Well, too bad, because you're going to hear more anyway. I'm West Anthony, and on my film music podcast, Musical Notation, we're taking a trip to the 80s soundtrack corner to play music from Xanadu. You'll hear performances from ELO. Gene Kelly. No other face could take you off my mind. Cliff Richard. She walks in and I'm suddenly a hero. And Olivia Neutron Bomb. I'm sorry, I'll read that again. And Olivia Newton-John. So get ready for the musical notation episode on Xanadu. Coming on New Release Tuesday to an internet near you. (laughs) 